Hey, hello. Hello. Yeah. hello, everybody, and welcome. And welcome. Welcome. Welcome to another episode of the Last Ones in Podcast. I'm Dry Archuleta, joined today by E. Hello. And Robbie. Hey. And Sam in studio. Hey, hey. That's her. Yeah. And the power of the internet inside. <laughs> yeah, it's like we got the internet, but in this room but in now. in person. Yeah. I am the internet. Yeah, the, uh, fun fact, my sister's the internet. Wow. Um, so if it's ever not working, blame her. <laughs> What's your uh, Instagram again? <laughs> so everyone knows where to complain. Uh, okay, the movie that we'll be watching today is called The Kid Detective. came out in 2020 on the live show. I gushed about this, uh, and Liz made me stop because she's like, you're... You're hyping it up too much. No one's ever going to like it if you show it to them. Um, <laughs> Was I here for this? I think you were here for that okay. one. Uh, another fun thing about this movie is that nobody fucking talked about it. So there's like no information about this thing online at all. There's is, no... is this the gritty reboot of Detective Conan? This is almost the gritty reboot of Mystery Team. <laughs> Honestly. That says a lot. Um, there's no special features on this disc. Uh, it had like no distribution. <laughs> It flopped super hard because it came out in 2020 in October. Yeah, no one actually published this disc. It just kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah, it just I, exists. I rubbed a genie's lamp, and instead of a genie, uh, this movie came out. <laughs> on a burned CDR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, it was on Laserdisc. You had to keep rubbing to get like formatting. <laughs> so like it was like a Laserdisc to VHS conversion, then mm-hmm. that to DVD. You just had to keep rubbing it until it turns into what you need it to. That... Eventually, you rubbed it too much, and it turned to mini DVD. And you're like, shit, you had to rub the other side of it in order to grow it. <laughs> Be very careful about shaping. <laughs> Curse. <laughs> uh, so yeah, it is rated R for language, drug use, some sexual references, brief nudity, and violence. It is one hour and 40 minutes long. And that's the end of the fun facts. Congrats, okay. you made that's, it. There's, I couldn't find anything online about this. Uh, I'm sure if I like, look at IMDb fun facts, this is called De- Kid Detective. I even looked on IMDb. <laughs> it's literally one YouTuber talked about it once. That's it. <laughs> so like, that's the trivia. It didn't specify which YouTuber. Just it was, it was a, red letter media. It's <laughs> like yeah. a YouTuber talked about it. <laughs> so the people who talked about this movie so far is us and a YouTuber. Yeah, just yeah. one. Not even a company called Red Letter Media, just, <laughs> just a YouTuber. <laughs> I just like that. Like the fun fact about this thing is, is like a very popular YouTube channel spoke about it once. Like that's honestly, and like <laughs> that is the most media coverage I've seen of this thing. And just it didn't read. get bad reviews. Like it got decent reviews. It's just there's nothing out there on it. I'm sure if I like looked for like interviews or stuff with the star, there I could find like something. They're like, but. A famous YouTuber actually uh, covered this movie. Yeah, I he's heard. like, I, <laughs> the interview, like, yeah, YouTuber covers like, oh, that's cool. And that's the end of the interview. <laughs> <laughs> Just ten seconds yeah. long. It was on TikTok. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, that's that. Uh, so before we really start talking about all of that and get to what we think this movie will be, let's start with the E. Hello. How are things going? Uh, they're going. Uh, the biggest thing that happened is I have a new used car. Yeah. Neat. Nice. It's red. Yeah. It lo- it's a strange looking car. I've never seen anything like it. It's red. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's it's apparently a Chevy Sonic 14. Uh, That's about all that. Wasn't it a Transformer in one of the Transformer movies? Oh, Maybe. no. The user manual, all it said is it was one page. It says, got to go fast. So. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Honestly, I think they messed up, though, because mine's clearly a Knuckles. 
Yeah. So yeah. Should, <laughs> so should ask you if you know the way, but <laughs> uh, it's it's a nice little car. Uh, got it for relatively decent price for what a decent price is nowadays. Right, quite unquote, frankly, yeah. Um. So yeah, I have that. <laughs> cool. Other than that, just working on my game and doing the normal stuff. Oh yeah. All right. Cool. Robbie, how about Yo. how about you? I've honestly had a weird week. Mm, I've had a bad week, mm. so I'm glad. Mine wasn't technically bad; it was just weird. Okay, like um, we had a I guess what they had what they called an employee appreciation weekend. Oh, sure. did they give you a gift card to Domino's with ten dollars on it? <laughs> no, that uh, they maybe should have at one point, but <laughs> oh. <laughs> uh, they were having a uh, they had like a little cook off, not a cook off thing, like where. They basically bought everybody pizza, and then like they gave everybody <laughs> raffle tickets, and I lost my raffle ticket, and there's like still four tickets that haven't been claimed, and one of them actually is Domino's. <laughs> Great. Great. Yeah. So for all your hard work, you got four slices of pizza and maybe another pizza. And also a paid day off. Ooh. Oh, what? Maybe yeah. A... So I had a four-day weekend this week. <laughs> oh, nice. that's pretty decent, Very actually. Happy. That's a pretty good raffle. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Well, well, that, that, that was for everybody. Yeah, that was everybody. That was even, wasn't even for the raffle. Robbie would be very disappointed if that was a raffle, considering <laughs> he lost it. Wait, so everybody got a paid day off? Yeah, like on the same day. You have mm-hmm. all the same day. There was so no they just one... closed. They were like, "Yeah, we're just gonna close this day." Yeah. Well, the funny thing <laughs> about that is off. the way that they did it is because, like, uh, I technically work four days a week, but I work overtime all the time, so I work five days a week, but it's ten hour days, and um, they decided like this week, like I said, for the employee appreciation thing, that they're gonna give us an extra day off. But they had just like posted on a board saying like, "Hey, no work Friday, Saturday, or Sunday for employee appreciation." Is like cool. So your guy way of appreciating us is no overtime. That's cool. And then they're just <laughs> like, "Oh no, you get Thursday off too." It's like, "Oh, why didn't they write that down on the board?" It's like, "I don't know. You're like the fifth person to ask us today. Maybe someone should write <laughs> yeah. it down on the yeah. board. <laughs> yeah, just get a sharpie. Like figure it out, guys. Come on. <laughs> just a post-it note. Oh yeah, Thursday too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they should have, but they didn't. We just had to like go to our supervisors to find out that we weren't working on Thursday, or else we just weren't in the loop. That's great. Yeah. So you've had like actual time to just exist as a human being. Yeah, and I've wasted it. I did absolutely nothing. Sounds like well, a human the being. Best time. Yeah. <laughs> great. Well, I say that too, but like during that time, because uh, I was talking about it last week during the live show, that uh, I was playing uh, uh, Town of Light. I beat that. I finished uh, The Legend of Vox Machina, which means I watched most of our Vox Machina in one night. Um, and then, like, everything that Sam was talking that Sam wanted to talk about last week, I also watched that, so. Nice. I didn't. I ignored her homework. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I actually spent <laughs> one night just sitting. So... It kind of felt like I had a night or two like that, wherever, like, I, it's like, uh, because... Another thing I did do is I changed the oil in my car because it's something that just needs to do. I needed to do, and it's warm enough that I could do it. Mm. And I waited until about 8 p.m. to do it, so I was doing it by flashlight. So question, what kind of canola oil do you use? Crisco. Valvoline? <laughs> uh, <Okay>. Valvoline <laughs> totally makes... Cri- uh, yeah, canola oil. I almost said Crisco. How's it Cri- going chicken? <laughs> eh? Okay. <laughs> makes the chicken a little too sweet, honestly. Uh, I think, like, probably the most interesting thing that happened to me is I had a conversation with the spam bot at one point. On purpose? Yeah. Okay. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, there was a new one that was going around that sent you a text message. And like the, it did like the whole thing of like, hey, like I had a really fun time last night. I hope I can see you tomorrow. And then like you respond with like, oh, this is a wrong number. Oh, man, I can't believe I texted the wrong person. You want to talk anyways? Like, 
And no? That spam bot is going to end marriages. Yeah, it probably could. <laughs> uh, the funny thing is I still have, like, the conversation on my phone because I realized, like, as soon as they did, like, the do you want to talk anyways thing, I just realized, like, what they were doing. And, like, because they sent a picture of themselves and I Googled it and it turned out, like, other people had had spam bot messages on there. So I just started messing with the spam bot. Like, did I go out last night? <laughs> <laughs> it got weirder than that because, well, I actually forgot my headphones that day at work. And so that was my way to entertain myself between... <laughs> parts coming off the machine okay huh, sure okay. why not yeah <laughs> all right yeah i i literally could read that off for you guys right now if you guys wanted to <laughs> maybe later that sounds more like a live show thing okay yeah, yeah, yeah. i could definitely do that for a live show but yeah like just know for that much <laughs> i had a full conversation with the text bot or with the spam bot yeah. until they stopped texting me <laughs> <laughs> They're like this is bullshit <laughs> I think it literally got to that point with the spam bot. I'm not going to lie. It probably is only like set to send three messages or something. Mm, yeah. The only time that it seemed like it was really frustrated with me is whenever I legitimately called it a spam bot. Are you a spam bot? How fucking dare you, you piece of shit. My mother was a spam bot. I don't appreciate that kind of language. My father was killed by a spam bot in the war. Oh, I'm sorry. What the fuck you say to me, Which you little war? shit? I'll have uh, you know that I have... Oh, I forgot how that uh, copy pasta goes. <laughs> the Navy SEALs one. Yeah, the Navy SEAL one. <laughs> a 21 affer- confirmed kills on Al-Qaeda. The, it, yeah, and... it was like 300 what? confirmed kills. Yeah. Well, I'll have to read that to you later at yeah, some yeah, point. Yeah. In time, but... Cool. But All yeah, right. That, that was legitimately probably the most interesting thing that happened to me this week. Other than that is uh, something they've been talking to Dry about uh, off of the podcast that I said I wanted to bring at some point in time that they had at the video shop that we go to all the time is they had the best of the best series there. Oh, did they really? Yeah, they had the first and second one. Oh, so you got it. Yep, they nice. got both of them. Uh, the only weird thing about it is I think it did way better in a foreign market than it did in an American market because, A, like nobody that didn't grow up in the 80s knows about this those movies franchises, and uh, like they're actually like foreign DVDs, so they have like foreign ratings on the back of them and everything. <laughs> oh, nice. So. Cool. All right. Sam, what's been going on with you? Uh, you know, same old. I hope you can't hear my stomach. I can't. I can't. There's a fridge behind you making noise, and it doesn't come up on the mic. (laughs) Oh, my stomach is also growling. Yeah, last time that dry got Del Taco, like the same thing happened to my stomach. (laughs) That we could hear, though. (laughs) I remember that. We could hear that. (laughs) I'm doing all right. Um, Yeah. My week was fine. Well, it was kind of shitty, actually. But... (laughs) Um, work in and Horizon, playing a lot of Horizon. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot yeah. of your social media posts on Horizon. Yeah. Horizon Forgotten Land. Forbidden, <laughs> Forbidden West. West. Close, actually. <laughs> yeah, I actually put like 20 hours in before I actually got to the Forbidden, Forbidden West section. Did you even get to like the one big plot point that everyone's talking about? I don't game? know what anyone's tal- talking about. I didn't fucking... Read anything, any spoilers, any shit. I don't. Fucking... It's it's when Will Smith from Wild Wild West shows up and he's like, "Hey, I'm Will Smith." Oh yeah, I definitely got to that part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's a specific part that I feel like you would know. All right, well. Okay. So well, you've definitely not gotten there yet. Okay, don't say anything. I'm not gonna say anything. <laughs> I already told you. Uh, yeah. <laughs> True. <laughs> I also beat Dying Light for talking about video games. Oh no. We're not talking about you right now. We're okay, about yes, that's great. Jeez, right. Me. That's the <laughs> second you. time you've interrupted our guests. <laughs> yeah. We were talking about Sam and her selfie simulator for our Horizon Zero Dawn. <laughs> yeah, the fucking um, photo mode in those games was fucking awesome. I love it. Yeah, people seem to love it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I definitely use it a lot. 
But, um, yeah, today I had an eye appointment, spent way too much money on glasses, and but I'll have new glasses, so that's fun. Yeah! <laughs> Yeehaw. New eyes is always the best. Yeah. <laughs> um, but other than that, um, shitty week, Horizon's good, and glasses. All right. Dope. <laughs> uh, I also had a terrible week at the day job, so I'm just not even going to talk about that. One thing I do want to mention, though. The day job. The day job. This is the night job, technically. Yeah, you don't, don't get paid for this. That's why it's the night job. job. We did get paid once. Oh, yeah, yeah. like 30 cents or something. Yeah, yeah. something like that. <laughs> um, but yeah, we we finally did the thing that we had been mentioning on and off for the last like five or six months or something. Yeah. <laughs> um, we started the Twitch. We, yeah. we took the big leap. We started doing that. We're going to be streaming twice a week. Hopefully. Wednesday nights and Saturday nights. Wednesday nights is going to be just streaming games for sure. Saturday nights, I don't know if we know what that format's going to be yet. So we're still working on that. But hey, uh, our Twitch channel, it's in our link tree. Uh, you can also just go to Twitch and search Last Ones in Podcast is what we're on there right now as. Uh, yeah. And find us. Watch our streams. Yeah, get ready mm-hmm. for this Saturday. Uh, it's just going to be the gif of the dancing banana from uh, Peanut Butter Jelly Time while we talk about very serious topics. It might end up being the case. I have no idea. <laughs> our first stream was me playing Hades and figuring out how Twitch worked. So, uh, and our second stream was you playing yeah. Hades, Hades and, and figuring out how Twitch, Twitch works. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's where we're at right now. But hey, we started that up. We'll be doing that twice a week now. Um, for those of you who like post credits, which is far more popular than our regular thing, it'll be fitting more of that format. And we're gonna try and do an audio thing. We don't know how it's going to work out. I don't make it, I'm not making any promises right now because I don't know how doing an audio version will work out or not. So we'll see what we can do. If not, then I'll find some short content to fill in uh, so that we still have some other stuff for people who don't want to watch video. Yeah. We're just going to download the audio of the Twitch stream and post it <laughs> onto the thing. It's yeah, so awkward. It just not work very well. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so that's, that's what's going on. Uh, yeah. That's that's it. That's it. Yeehaw. On to the episode. The Kid Detective. Detective L. Child. Um, Detectivo. I don't know how to say kid in Spanish. How do you say it? Wait, Nino? Nino. Nino. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Nino Detective. I don't know the other words. El, El Nino. <laughs> El Nino. <laughs> El Nino. <laughs> that's a different movie. Yeah, it is. Um, how do you say detective in Spanish? I'm going to have to listen. Detectivo, I probably. <laughs> probably something like that, yeah. Um. So, yeah. None of you have watched this, right? No, it sounds no. like you're the only person besides Red Letter Media who's watched has this. watched it ever. Very... Besides famous YouTuber Red Letter Media. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I Anybody have any idea what it's about from the cover? Um, Looks like it's probably going to be a kid, and he's going to like do detective stuff, and there's a girl, too, in a car. Okay. Uh, and they're gonna ride around and detect things. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'm gonna be honest. Like what you said earlier about how this is like a gritty version of Team Mystery gives me an idea of what this movie is gonna be about. But the case itself just makes me think of Karate Kid. It does look like it a absolutely kid. looks like is Karate that Kid. Actually, the Karate Kid. On it is not the Karate <laughs> okay, Kid. Okay, because it kind of looks like it. It stars Adam Brody and Sophie and Elise. We watched a movie with Wait, the Karate Kid actually not too long ago. We did. Yeah. yeah. Crossroads, which 
I was going to show you guys the trailer okay. for that to like show you how it does not do that movie justice at all. Oh, yeah. But I totally forgot. Honestly, oh. I don't. Unless the trailer has the last 20 minutes of that movie in it, there's no way that that trailer could ever prepare us for that <laughs> no. movie. Kind of? The front almost gives me like it's going to be a noir vibe, but the back is like it's going to be. Don't read the back yet. I'm not going to read it. I'm just looking at the pictures. Um, yeah. Um. I think this takes place in Kyoto, Japan. There is a very famous detective who is very good at his job, but his name, a kid? tragic accident <laughs> uh, causes him to be brought back into his 10-year-old body, and Mr. Detective Conan has to go and solve a bunch of mysteries and solve cases about murder. In Isn't order that to case get... closed? Yeah. <laughs> 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 I was waiting to see if I was gonna. Yeah, I it. caught that one. <laughs> of course, I'm the one who caught it. Yeah, yeah I did I'm, not catch on to that. I'm gonna guess it's actually just about like someone who was like to play detective as a kid, and then he became an actual detective. Okay. Okay. And there's some love interest that I'm not gonna give two shits about unless they actually write her well. Okay. Uh, I mean, if I had to guess, like just from the case of it, I would say this takes place in the '80s. And it's a detective who has to bring a kid along with him, but the kid just happens to, like, wants to be a detective, and so she's taking it seriously. And while he's just, like, a gritty crime detective, and she's, like, taking this as a fun trip for each other. Okay. Uh, I'm going to read the back. Okay. Clear throat, clear throat. A once-celebrated kid detective, now 31, continues to solve the same trivial mysteries between hangovers and bouts of self-pity. That's not really a mystery. (laughs) (laughs) How that happened. Until a naive (laughs) client brings him his first adult case to find out who brutally murdered her boyfriend. Okay. For for some reason, the fact that it's specifically 31 gets me. Like, Mm -hmm. it's great. I think I remember you talking about this. I do. Yeah. It, do- it does sound just like uh, a mystery team, though, from the... It's 100% mystery team. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and that is a compliment. Um, but yeah, I I gushed about this thing as much as Liz would have let me before she started about to smack me. <laughs> uh, I, I surprisingly did not spoil anything about this because I was probably on the road to do that if she would have not stopped me. So I'm very happy about that. But uh, yeah, let's go watch this movie. Yeah. All right. Okay. All right. Be right back. Watching the Kid Detective, starring Detective Coden. <laughs> Close enough. Um, so uh, let's uh, jump right into some uh, initial thoughts here with Sam. <laughs> Got you. God your first damn name. It. Okay. <laughs> Non-spoilery, Sam. What did you think? Non-spoilery. I really liked it. <laughs> <laughs> I hate this non-spoilery spoilery thing because, like, what am I supposed to say other than yeah, I liked it. Why did I fucking like it? I can't say. <laughs> is it a specific plot point that you liked? That is the reason um, why it made you like it? Well, I th- I think it did humor really well, especially in times when it got really uh, dark. It definitely, yeah. <laughs> it's extremely dark comedy. There's a lot of really dark parts in it, mm-hmm. surprisingly. Um, you wouldn't think. <laughs> but yeah, I thought it was... Hilarious and also dark and fun, I guess. <laughs> okay. Uh, Robbie. <laughs> um, 
So whenever you said it was like a gritty reboot almost of team, um, yeah, mystery team, mm-hmm. uh, I didn't expect it to be quite as dark as it was. Like, Super dark. Yeah, it is a very, very dark movie, and mm-hmm. it takes like very serious situations and kind of makes them silly in the weirdest way possible while still like having it to where like all the characters are taking everything deadly serious, mm-hmm. even though it's kind of silly what they're doing yeah. with it uh, without you know getting too much into spoilers. I guess that's the most I can say about it. But there was like some genuinely really funny moments in this and like what should have been a very dark storyline. Yeah. Yeah. Um, e. Yeah, it's a good movie. I think an interesting thing of just what, like, your opinion on it, if you have seen Mystery Team, it's, like, a more serious version of Mystery Team. Like, Mystery Team took a very serious topic and made a very wacky plot with it. Whereas this takes the serious topic and it treats it very seriously. It just happens that the characters themselves are very funny. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I think that's a very important distinction between the two. Um, I like the main character, Adam, a lot. He works very well in his thing as like this dried up old has been that can't like get past himself. Mm-hmm. Also, Abe. Abe, yeah, you're yeah. right. <laughs> Abe, at Adam, Abe, apple bottom jeans. Um, Adam and Abe. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's Adam and Eve, not Adam and Abe. <laughs> uh, yeah, like it, it just really nails what it wants to do. I think, and everything works. I, I am glad when a movie like this does the thing where it's like, oh yeah, things are just a lot different right now without ex- without it being like, but they were better back then because like. Yeah, that that always pees me off when it's like, oh yeah, sure, uh, you who lived back then, I'm sure it was so much better. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, it it did what it wanted to do very well, and I think for that, it's a good movie. Yeah, yeah. Um, th- I mean, for me, I absolutely love this one. It came out of fucking nowhere for me, honestly. I think is one of those things that ended up helping me so much with it was because I went into it just like. Hey, there's this movie out. Like nobody's talking about it. I like whodunits, which it's a whodunit, kind of, uh, kind of. <laughs> yeah. And it happened to be a very dark comedy that I find extremely funny. Uh, maybe, maybe that's the one thing I should say about it is that like if you do not have the taste for dark comedies, this is not going to be the movie for you. <laughs> I'll say with that said, it's still like a softball of dark comedy. I would say like I don't think it's too dark in most like there's a couple there but like as a whole i would say it's not like too dark in terms of what i think of when i think dark comedy a lot of times i would say it's palatable but also when it gets very very dark it gets very very dark yeah i think mostly what i like because i watch a lot of dark comedies where it's that very very dark throughout the entire right thing yeah and but i think this is all yeah like it's a lot more palatable so like if you're not like against dark comedy, but it isn't your cup of tea, I think you could still get something from this. I yeah. think that is how I would say. Yeah, yeah, maybe. Um, the other thing I would say is that it almost lands on like spoof territory because it <laughs> yeah. takes like the noir detective thing. Yeah, uh, it's one thing that I did notice about this movie while watching it was like one the way that he acts the entire time. It's very Dick Tracy. Mm-hmm. Um, also, like whenever the soundtrack be playing, whenever he'd be like trying to solve the mystery and everything, and the music was playing in the background, took me back to like L.A. noir kind of music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, kind of yeah. is that, like that early '60s, '70s kind of thing. Uh, well, no, because like uh, L.A. noir takes place in the '40s. Yeah, 
Does it? Oh, yep. yeah, because, yeah, they were just there. Yeah, yeah, okay, I remember. <laughs> but it, it is. Or once again, also Dick Tracy was, like, the 30s and 40s. Yeah. Okay. So it's, like, that yeah. style of music yeah. of, like, that kind of smooth jazz. Yeah, that smooth <laughs> jazz that you get in a detective movie. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, the reason why I, like, say, like, it almost, almost scooches onto the turf of being a spoof is because all the characters take it deadly serious. Yeah. And that's like one thing that a spoof has to have in order for the comedy in it to work because everything around it is so silly. Yeah. Uh, I think it does that and it does do extremely silly things and just completely unrealistic things in some ways. And, <laughs> um, and t- keeps taking it deadly serious, but then like it ju- it kind of jumps back and forth between the two. Yeah. You know what this story reminds me of? It reminds me of the, uh, the fucking... The girl in the window across the whatever street on the, the girl oh, yeah. in the window in the way in the house in the <laughs> yeah. other in the hill That's on the what, other side of on the, the frog road. On the totally log. that like it sort of reminds me of that because it it takes it completely seriously but you know it's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> I still haven't gotten to that yet, and I'm, I'm so angry. Yeah. A- after party just finished also, and it's been such such a super busy week that me and Liz haven't been able to finish it, and I'm mm. very upset about that too. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, yeah, I honestly really love this movie. I'm just glad that I was able to show it to some more people. Uh, yeah, now there are like five people who have seen this movie. Yeah, at least five people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, now there's a YouTuber and a podcast who have reviewed this movie. Yeah, <laughs> maybe we'll be on the fun facts. Oh boy, this is so funny. <laughs> um, but yeah, I think it's kind of a hard movie to talk about devoid of spoilers because the non-spoiler yeah. stuff is kind of what i read on the back of the box honestly mm-hmm. it is you get like a very nice uh rundown what's what's that called when it's like a bunch breakdown. of breakdown breakdown a summary summary kind of synopsis? synopsis yeah no i'm not talking about the back of the box now <laughs> i'm talking about like in the movie you premises. get premises no premises a building <laughs> god damn it, i hate that the premise <laughs> um Montage. That's the word. <laughs> okay. You get a montage <laughs> in the movie showing like all of his adventures as a kid detective, as per the namesake of the movie. Mm-hmm. And it does a really good job of showing like all these very silly, like dumb things that he's solving, kind of like in Mystery Team of like, yeah, yeah. like others? who stole the kid or who stole the school funding or. Oh, who took my money out of my lunch pail? Or hey, look how who stole the school's funding is apparently a silly <laughs> jovial thing, according to you. Fuck school. It's not all silly. There was that one. That yeah, it's like, hey, there was blood on my dad's car. Can you see why? Do you really want me to see? <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then it just direct cuts to his dad being arrested. Yeah. <laughs> That's really great. Yeah. Like, where the hell did that even come from? <laughs> yeah, it's so good. Uh, but yeah, like this movie honestly is kind of hard to talk about without spoilers, unfortunately. Especially because I feel like a lot of the humor is something that you just kind of have to watch. Yeah, yeah. like <laughs> we don't want to just sit here saying, "Hey, that joke was funny." Yeah, yeah for like yeah. an hour. Exactly. So I think what Darius is getting at is basically from here on out, we're gonna be spoiling stuff, spoiling stuff, and just jumping from different things that we really appreciated in it and whatnot. One thing we didn't talk about at the beginning of this was uh, where you could find this movie, but I'm oh, guessing it's hard to find it. Didn't son of a fuck. It just exists. And it will just there's only one link on Google. And if you click that link, it's a it goes to the P it goes to the red letter media media video. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so (laughs) it looks like it might be kind of annoying to watch. Uh Hulu premium subscription, YouTube TV premium subscription, Sling TV premium subscription. 
Stars. Okay. So it's on stars. So stars strikes again. So it's on, it's on <laughs> stars and then all the other things. If you have stars, I'm assuming. Yeah. Uh, Philo, YouTube, and Google looks like it's actually not available to rent. YouTube, oh. Google Play, and Vudu is all purchased for twelve ninety nine. I think in general, newer movies they try to make purchase only. Yeah. yeah. Just so they get more of a kickback. Otherwise. I yeah. mean, to be fair, like whenever I first bought um that movie, Promising Young Woman. Uh, that one you could only buy it on digital services too, and I think it was like twenty two dollars or something like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. You know what I always forget about Promising Young Woman? What's that? Co-starred Bo Burnham. Yeah, that's weird. Yeah, I always forget that part. He's he like was the, a dick. He was yeah. like the frat boy asshole. Huh? Yeah, he yeah. played it perfectly. Yeah. <laughs> but the kid detective. Yeah, kid detective. Uh, rated R for detective. For, yeah. all, for all the things that you would imagine in like a hard boiled detective kind of story, honestly. Yeah. Uh, the like, thing that I appreciated right out of the start from this is when it is showing that montage of how quickly his parents get tired of his shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he keeps on spoiling movies for them. They're like, fuck, yeah. movies ruined now. Yeah. Uh, he's very good at just, like, sussing out, like, um, I don't know, like, spoilery things and, like, uh, yeah, I don't well, know. it's one of those things like uh, a lot of whodunit movies. There's always li- little clues here and yeah. there. And he's very good on picking those up in movies yeah, and because he like, mm-hmm. he's very good in picking those up in movies. He's like, oh, I should be a detective. Yeah. Yeah, basically, honestly. Um, one thing that I didn't look out for. Again, we are in spoilers, spoilers, uh, spoilers, spoilers. I didn't see if there was any kind of origami on the principal's desk at any point because it shows it a couple times. I didn't look. I didn't see any. Yeah, like it didn't come to mind at all. But like that's that's the best clues, the ones that you don't notice. Right. <laughs> the ones that are just kind of hidden in the background and like unless you're looking for it, you don't know what uh where it is or what to look for. Yeah, so I kind of want to watch through it again and see if there's anything that really points to him. Yeah. Also, this movie does a weird thing where it starts on like the central plot in mm-hmm. the sense of it shows the kidnapping that you don't hear about for another 20 minutes, which is an interesting way to go about it. Yeah, yeah. I don't know if I like it personally i think i do because it kind of puts you in the mindset of like okay something awful is going on in the town and then like you kind of forget about it until it comes back like i think it kind of works again that's kind of like a big whodunit thing though it's like show the crime and then don't mention it for a while maybe it's just your uh tolerance of the whodunit it just feels weird because it's like that all right don't don't remember that for a bit and then it just tells you the same thing in fact i think they do just a different version of the same shot no so is that the is that the younger yeah what's happening there is that it's it is kind of confusing how it's sh- uh, set up i would say actually purposely so maybe probably because it does show you the most recent one first and then it goes back in the when it's in the montage of showing gracie i think her name was grace or gracie uh her getting kidnapped grace is the gracie's the old the original one yeah. the original mm-hmm. one yeah and it shows her getting kidnapped in like the montage and stuff but they are both blonde young women and stuff so okay yeah. yeah um yeah i honestly just appreciate it also how realistic it would be in a small town of like how nobody would put up with this person's shit anymore <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean to be fair like the small town we grew up in i think we were probably the, that person every now and then but mm-hmm. there's always like that person of just like nobody wanted to deal with them for a little while there. absolutely yeah, yeah. And so, like, they'd go and they start talking to somebody out in like some public event, and like people would just kind of sit there and nod at them until they stopped talking and walked away. Yeah, and yeah, it nails the small town vibe pretty well, actually. I would say. <laughs> yeah, I think it does. Um, as well as the 
being only four stores in the entire town. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the ice cream shop, the general store. And the two bars. Yeah. <laughs> very, very accurate. Very accurate, yeah. <laughs> I'm going to say. Also, one of the bars is a bar and grill. Pretty much yeah. just my town, the town I live in. Yeah. Yeah, yeah actually. Um, yeah, I, so I guess since we're here, I do, one of the cool things about Abe is just seeing him so washed up. Yes. <laughs> like, and it, it it lets you piece together a little bit later, like how he got to this point. But is it? It's one of those things. The uh, gifted kid burnout is a pretty common thing that happens. Yeah, and it, mm-hmm. that's basically what happened here. Is like, you know, he was like seen as the greatest kid ever, and like even in his voiceover, he was like, "Sometimes I've laid wait awake at night wondering if there's anyone else in the world as smart as me." Yeah, <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> all right, yeah, sure. Yeah, that was actually really great. Um. But they also kind of did that thing of like because uh, a twelve year old wasn't able to solve a missing persons case on this, like he all of a sudden felt like he disappointed the entire town because he felt like the entire town was counting on a twelve year old to solve this missing persons case. Yeah, and it had a realistic thing where like the cops would help him, like have him help with like smaller cases, but mm-hmm. when it was this big case, that they're not gonna have a 12 year old investigate what could potentially just be a murder case basically yeah yeah yeah. like and i don't think like i don't know if the cops really like expected him to do it it probably was that he put those expectations on himself yeah it was (laughs) i feel it was 100 percent that yeah well like i just say because like in the montage you see the deputy at the time going to him for help sometimes too Mm -hmm. and like he was like oh uh what is it? It's Charlie, Charlie or something. Cleary, Cleary, I think is his name. And he's like, I haven't gotten a call back from Cleary. What do you think's going on? Yeah, yeah. And like showing that, like the, I mean, it's a real, more realistic thing. Like, absolutely. Sure, they might have him help out with some small fry thing, but not something like that. When it comes to like the murder thing, it actually reminds me of again in our small town, uh, at this church that we would go to. Sam kind of went there. There was this yeah, little kid who would like always run around playing cop and like mm-hmm. ride around in the in the neighborhood because like kind of kind of a bad neighborhood. So the kid was like a kind-hearted kid, mm-hmm. kind of a douchebag. <laughs> As a little kid, I mean, you're not supposed to say that about little kids, but the kid was kind of a douchebag. Um, and he was like he would wander around town like a fake cop uniform, playing riding his cop, bike, like yeah. playing cop, arresting people. And he did that throughout his entire life until yeah. he actually eventually joined the force. Yeah, and like. He did like get recognition for doing that, and like yeah, <laughs> that's how he got the job. They're like, "Hey, I remember you rocking around in that uniform. Possibly. You want a real one?" Honestly, yeah. yeah. I think when he was twelve, they gave him legit cuffs and keys and everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> a gun? Not a. <laughs> I don't think so. I think he probably had a fake gun. I hope, yeah. think so. I hope not. <laughs> yeah, it was a small town. Yeah, <laughs> I mean that kid might have just had a gun anyway. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, but like yeah, uh, he had like a fake little night, uh, fake little small nightstick. He had real goddamn cuffs from the police department. He had like a outfit thingy that I think he wore too. <laughs> yeah, they gave him a walkie-talkie so he could literally call the cops whenever something was going on in the town. Like, yeah, I wonder how he's doing now. He's probably he's a cop good. still. I wonder if he's still a douchebag. Like I said, well, he's, he's a probably cop. a cop still. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's just part of the part of it. So. So, I mean, I, I know growing up in a small town, like cops tend to would just like bug us over the smallest things because they had nothing else better to do. Hey, mm-hmm. your shoe's untied. You better fix that. Yeah. Uh, I remember there was one time we were like literally half a block away from Dry's house because we walked there from my mom's place and it was like, I think, 10 minutes past curfew. 
And one of them pulled, like, one of the cops, like, pulled his car, car up to us asking us, like, where we were going this late at night. He's like, oh, to his house. It's right over there. And he sounded disappointed when he's like, oh, okay. He thought you were going to go smoke meth. <laughs> like, you sure you're not going to go to drugs? I can, I can, I can yell at you if you're going to do drugs if you want. It's okay. I can do it. I mean, there's that. I remember one time whenever I was in high school, I got pulled over for running a stop sign. And I asked him what, because, uh, like, you know how it had, like, that weird thing in uh, the next, or the town next over, wherever it'd be like, no stoplight and then a, st- or no, no stop sign and then a stop sign and then no stop sign and a stop sign yeah. in residential areas. Uh, so I was trying to get some friends back home from, we were going. Being uh, drunk, probably. No, I think oh. it was just like, oh, I need to get something from my house. Can you give me a ride? Like, yeah, sure. And a cop pulled us over, said I ran a stop or a stop sign. I was like, there's a lot of stop signs. Can you tell me which one it was? And it's like, oh, it was over on that street over there. I can't remember which one it was exactly. <laughs> then straight up just asks us, you guys don't have weed on you, do you? <laughs> what? No. Can I have some? <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, do you have weed on you? Like, no. And like, didn't even ask me for my license or registration or anything. And just like, all right, well, you kids have a good night. Like, <laughs> yeah, you just off. wanted to try a weed bust. Yeah, yeah. Uh, apparently, but yeah, we went back to the street where he said I ran a stop or a stop sign. There wasn't even a stop sign on that street, so <laughs> they would just bug us for the maybe, sake of bugging. Maybe us. Maybe he was just high, and he's like, "Wait, I smell weed. Are you guys smoking?" <laughs> <laughs> sure, that's not you. Oh, maybe. <laughs> like, oh shit! You're right. You're right. You you you're good. You should be a cop. I'm gonna go. <laughs> all this handcuffs to, at yeah. me. It was weird. <laughs> yeah, all this to say, kid detective was a kid detective. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I I wanted to say until, but not really until he kept doing it. Like after the Gracie kidnapping case, though, he wasn't the same. No. Like no, he, he was not. Became a lot more cynical. Well, he was just kind of more broken, I would say. Yeah. Which I caused mean, him to be more cynical. I guess, yeah. <laughs> he didn't actually have the weight of the entire town, because nobody expects a 12-year-old to actually solve a fucking murder. Yeah. But, like, his own expectations of himself and what he thinks he was supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And when he just literally did not know what to do, and all of it fell through, he, it broke him. As a yeah. little kid, it broke a little kid. Yeah, give to kid burnout, like I said. Yeah. Yeah, and, like, just... You know, he he solved all these small little cases, and he got all this praise and all these articles and newspapers. Yeah. So it really like gave him some sort of self confidence, more self confidence than maybe he yeah. should have had. But, yeah, um, yeah, free ice cream for life. Yeah, he did get that. Yeah, <laughs> which I love. I fucking love the part where he's like sadly waiting in line and then he gets to the line and the guy who's running the coffee shop or not coffee shop ice cream, ice cream ice shop, shop like just loses his smile and he immediately yeah. is like, it's like oh it's you again yeah <laughs> that's kind of how i feel when i see like the same customer for like the third time in the same <laughs> shift i'm like oh god i have to fucking have the same conversation again no nope. like man i've been here for three hours and you've been here four times yes sometimes <laughs> that fucking happens like <laughs> oh, you you bought a handle. How did you get rid of that handle that fast? <laughs> I dropped it. I have my ways. And he walks out and looks that like he has a, a butt legit, plug. The, <laughs> the I dropped it thing is definitely a legit excuse. <laughs> I hate to call anyone out. I'm not calling anyone out. Yeah, I don't know their names. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Yeah, John Smith. It's really weird, like, the excuses people come up with. My dog ate it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or I, had friend, oh, I, I had a friend. And I he had just... friends over and they drink all my booze. <laughs> you were here half an hour ago. 
They have a funnel. Yeah. I saw you sitting in the park. <laughs> yeah, with my friends. Man, that's just so accurate. It's <laughs> happened so many times, actually. <laughs> Listen, I am going to be frank. If I ever won literally lifetime supply of whatever, I probably would be doing this yeah, all the absolutely. time. But yeah, actually. Like, fucking, I don't give a shit. It could be fucking, I get lifetime Little Caesars pizza. <laughs> Every day. Every I would be going all the goddamn time. Oh, man. Like, if you had a work that just had free hot chocolate? Yeah. I can't even say that because I had a work that gave me free food and I didn't even take advantage of it because it wasn't, like, amazing food. But, like, just go to Little Caesars, like, I would like my one free pizza, please. Here you go. Thank you. Take a bite out of it. Throw it on the ground. No, Flip them off. Walk away backwards. <laughs> right. We, I've been, you've heard me rant many times on this podcast about wasting food. Do you think I would do a <laughs> sin like that? He wouldn't waste the food. He'd probably go to the guy that's uh, with his friends, quote unquote, at the park and just share the pizza with him. <laughs> yeah, just like just as an open pizza in the middle of a park. Hey, whoever wants it. <laughs> just go to the middle of a park, put a little sign down that says free with an arrow pointing at it. <laughs> I'm sure it would work out well in these times. Yeah, <laughs> yeah actually. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah. <laughs> I would... Actually. <laughs> Anyways, um, free ice cream is pretty neat. It's pretty great. <laughs> yeah, that's probably. that's the only upside to this guy's life. <laughs> yeah, I definitely point. take advantage of that too. So. But yeah, it's, you know, he said free ice cream for life and 20 years later, he's still coming back to get free ice cream, which <laughs> of course he is. Yeah, of course. He's lost so many money. Yeah. <laughs> so, many probably money. Not. so many money. <laughs> he probably gets business from literally everyone in the town. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. The movie kicks off once the girlfriend of a missing boy mm-hmm. uh, is murdered. Wow. And she's like, I want you to solve the murder. It's like, did you go to the police? <laughs> <laughs> did you go to anybody who can actually handle this? It's like, I want you. You helped me a few years ago. <laughs> Someone stole my earrings and you you figured it out immediately. He's like, yeah, I asked who had cake. Had the most cake. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Which again, it still shows that he does like have an understanding of what he's doing. Like yeah. he's yeah. still correct ultimately, yeah. even if he's not his that, heart's not in it. That's the best part of all of this because he continuously shows that he's actually kind of a pretty good detective. Yeah. He's just sort of an idiot. I think he's just has a good like grasp of a psychological understanding of mm-hmm. people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of that uh master of one trait thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But like even then he's like the the movie makes a point that he's still kind of losing his grip on what he does just because he's not keeping up. Yeah. Also, he consumes a lot of alcohol. <laughs> yeah, but that's a small town thing. Is it? <laughs> kind of. Kind of. Actually, kind of well, is. Yeah, I guess yeah. I do work at a liquor store in a small town. <laughs> we just had a conversation about this. <laughs> I mean, I did like what they did at the beginning whenever it was like talking about some of the cases that he does and like how. He he does something that I've done with my mom a handful of times whenever because like since I work nights and I'm a vampire, she'll call at like two o'clock in the afternoon. And I'm still sleeping. Like, oh, you're still asleep? No, no, I'm totally awake. It's it's fine. It's fine. What's up? <laughs> yeah, I'm outside your house. <laughs> like, oh, that's great. I'm not there though because I'm busy doing here, things. <laughs> your window's open. I can hear you in there. <laughs> What's no, that shuffling? Can, are you crawling out the you. window? <laughs> <laughs> Why are you crawling out the front window? <laughs> hey, we're parked right in front of the front window. We can see you. <laughs> Why aren't you wearing pants? <laughs> but anyways, uh, that or like whenever he's like his parents are talking to him, he's like, "I'm still getting detective cases." Like, "Oh yeah, what was your last case?" The guy wanted me to find someone and follow him. He wanted to find out if he was gay. What Is- was he? 
a little he's bit. He's a little gay. <laughs> <laughs> I love that line. It's such like a. And then there's also a callback to that joke later yeah. on. Which is yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's like what makes that work is that's such a like realistic answer to yeah. something yeah. like that. Like, yeah. Just like yeah, a, a little, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> that or like um, that one kid who goes to him and he's like, "Hey, I heard that." Uh, so-and-so kid uh, got to play with the Mets over the summer. Can you find out if that was real or not? Yeah. And he just calls up the parents like, hey, weird question. Did your kids play for the Mets last year? No? Cool. Yeah. Well, I like that. He's like, no, he didn't. And he's like, I have a 50. Let me see that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so the girlfriend of the dead kid gets him on this new case. So he has to discover where you, what happened, basically. So he's on this new case trying to solve that, and it's a lot of a 16-year-old girl driving this 31-year-old man. Mm-hmm. Yep, 100%. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> In this old Mercedes that was definitely just given to her by her grandparents. Yeah. <laughs> and she has, like, the utmost faith in him as well. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Which it kind of makes sense, because, again, he does do his job well. Yeah. Like, he just she- doesn't have good jobs he actually has shown her multiple times like he actually knows what he's doing yeah <laughs> like and so they go to one of the friends first and he like he's trying to just figure out who uh what was that kid's name calvin calvin <laughs> what yeah the fat kid no the kid who's dead <laughs> yeah he's not in the casting all right whatever <laughs> uh dead kid <laughs> i guess um yeah, and they're like asking, and he's he's talking to the friends like, "Do you think there might have been any uh, involvement in the red shoe gang?" Right. <laughs> yeah. The friends just like, "What do you? This guy doesn't know what he's talking about." Yeah, he has no idea what's going on. And like, he like actually is talking to the kid. He's like, so sheltered. Mm-hmm. It's so, oh, it's so good. <laughs> <laughs> I just the thing that I end up going back to with this is like. It is extremely funny. Yeah. And it's one of those things to where you don't want to, like, ruin all the jokes for people. Mm-hmm. Which is hard, because when you're talking about a comedy, you want to, like, be like, oh, man, do you remember how funny that fucking thing was? Yeah. But like I said, like, it, it, you can't just, like, explain it. It's like, right. you have to watch it, because it's, like, very contextual to, so, like, everything. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Um, and, yeah, that would just take forever to, and be kind of probably boring. Yeah, a little yeah. bit. <laughs> to talk about every single joke that doesn't yeah. have context <laughs> but um yeah so then they go to the other friend calvin uh yeah who is a little on the portly side um <laughs> which, it, it happens all the time in these movies he's the, he's like he looks like he's like 10 pounds overweight yeah he looks he's completely fine 100 <laughs> like, yeah. fine he looks like he has baby fat yeah like, it's like an it when you know ben as a kid yeah they're like oh he's like Fat kid. Oh, look how fat this fat so kid fat. is. He's like, he looks like he's healthy. Like, yeah, I don't know yeah, what's he going looks on. like, you know, maybe a little chubby. He, but... Yeah, he's, he's not like morbidly obese. It's more like whenever dinner is ready, he's like, oh, we don't want any leftovers. Go ahead and eat a little bit more. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, they're questioning him, and that's when we discover that um, the dead boyfriend isn't exactly who he seemed. Mm-hmm. Uh, Which is a classic noir yeah. kind of thing. And so they're like, the, the Calvin specifically says, "Oh, he showed me this picture where he was getting, where his hand was t- being, his penis was being touched by someone's hand, yes. by this girl's hand." <laughs> I know we just talked about this, but it's just such a. Th- yeah, way to like he it. like 
looks like he's gonna say something bad and then like goes and whispers in his ear it's like hand touched his penis um so this then leads them to uh breaking into the school after well so it's the weekend and yeah it is the weekend what day is it (laughs) (laughs) that's a constant thing about this is like what day is it It, (laughs) it's a perfect running joke yeah honestly it's such a mood too like i have so many times of like i don't fucking care what day it is is it a weekend i don't know (laughs) that's me constantly yeah um so yeah they break into the school uh the police already cleared out his locker (laughs) there's a bunch of bottle caps which was collected them yeah yeah um but then uh Car- Carolyn is like, oh, I still have his jacket. So they search through his jacket, and they find a bunch of used nap- uh, tissues. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? I don't, <laughs> even, I don't even get it. Like, why? <laughs> you think he'd throw those away, but... I mean, that's just what my coats are like. Like, that's just realistic. You're an old lady. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I, I feel old lady like an, with allergies. Okay. I, I feel like an old lady with allergies would have used tissues in her pocket for a very different reason than a teenage boy. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> huh. Is that what that was going for? I, I think so. I don't think so. I think it was a double. Mm. But, double it, but the girl was like using the jacket, so. Mm. She's not the brightest bulb, no. I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She definitely missed a lot of stuff um, with the boyfriend. <laughs> but yeah, in the jacket was also this uh, container of pills, and those pills are ego pusher ego boosters ego pushers ego, ego they lifters. call them ego boosters but i don't know they're like, exactly they say they're they're like it's cocaine filled with <laughs> cocaine and yeah. a bunch of other things yeah, yeah. um so, so kid detective takes one yeah mm-hmm. so he like can't find anybody to tell him like what it exactly is so he's mm-hmm. like okay and he takes it <laughs> um so then he go find some kids on the block some i guess kids, yeah just, some punks just hanging out at a fucking barrier like Next concrete to a, barrier thing. Honestly, a bunch of emo kids hanging out next to the lake on a barrier. <laughs> honestly, pretty realistic. Yeah. 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 <laughs> and they're like, oh, go to the candy man and tell me I have a headache. That's how you get this stuff. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then, spoiler, oh no, that was that was a lie. <laughs> and so he angrily beats up 15-year-old child. <laughs> so good. <laughs> He's like, oh man, these pills are amazing! And yeah. while he's kicking the shit out of this kid, yeah, the kid's like, "Do you feel good being up a fifteen-year-old?" He's like, "Yes." Yeah. <laughs> um, they. I, mean, fi- I was gonna say, to be fair, whenever we were about fifteen or sixteen years old, we got threatened to get our asses kicked by some adults, but that's about it. Yeah, a lot of guns pointed at us. Yeah, it happens. <laughs> that's life. Okay. <laughs> um, that wasn't your life. Hmm. No, well, not normally. <laughs> to be fair, no. <laughs> you didn't get a gun pulled on you. I got a gun pulled on me. Jesus. No, I've got a gun pulled on me three times, actually. I can oh. name each time. It was all the same day. No, thankfully not. <laughs> that would have been too much. Uh, but they figure out where the pills actually are from, and that mostly is just kind of a back and forth. That that part's not that important anymore. No. It mostly was no. just a setup. It is to boost you into the next thought process of the investigation, as most mm-hmm. whodunits do, which leads you to, or not us necessarily, because we're actually kind of kept out of the loop in this one, mm-hmm. of like what the character suspects is going on. Uh, something that I would say is like closer to like a Hercule Perot or something like that. like a Yeah, Hercules, yep, yep. <laughs> well, one thing that's pretty common in like whodunits <laughs> is like, especially whenever you're following a detective, it kind of narrates the entire storyline. 
as it's going along. So like whenever you have like kind of B roll or like they're driving or something and he's just kind of like driving and like has that look like he's thinking you'll hear like his inner monologue during that. And this <laughs> movie does not have that. Is there a parody where like it does that like exactly shot for shot, but there's just no monologue or anything because you can't hear their thoughts? And they're just like sitting there, like clearly lost in thought, driving <laughs> down the highway, like, and it's like five minutes of that. Not a parody, but pretty close. Uh, the Blade Runner version that we watched is that they just <laughs> took out all the inner monologue stuff. That's in the true, one we I watched. guess. Yeah. <laughs> well, they added outer monologue though, right? Like that wasn't originally intended to be in there, was it? Any uh, monologue stuff? Yeah. yeah, yeah, that wasn't intended to be. Yeah, in there. that's what I mean. Yeah. Like, like just out of the blue, like shot exactly like a like a noir. But there's just no thoughts. <laughs> like, they only speak when they speak. 40% of the movie just silent, <laughs> yeah. staring at a face. <laughs> yeah. It's All like... while you hear a guy playing, um, I guess, sac- not saxophone. What am I thinking of? Sousaphone. Sure. Why not? A flute. <laughs> a harp. Smooth jazz. Trumpet. <laughs> Trumpet, <laughs> actually, yeah. Trumpet, trombone, Lenny. Yeah. <laughs> We're back to saxophone. <laughs> well, yeah, like, so yeah, detective movie. You can't hear any of the detective's thoughts. In, if there's ever music, it's in-universe. So, like, when you're inside his detective agency, there just is the trombone player in the background, like... <laughs> that would be, be great, actually. <laughs> uh, uh, but, yeah, uh, so he kind of goes back on his first clue, I guess, of mm-hmm. Calvin. So he breaks into their house. Yep. Yeah. Which earlier he does that thing where like he cracks open one of the windows and she's like, "What are you doing?" He's like, "Oh, you never know when you might have to come back in later." <laughs> you always leave a window cracked for yourself. I still like. I feel like I would notice if my windows cracked though. Like it, yeah. it's. <laughs> I don't know if I would notice my windows cracked in the summer. Maybe in the summer. I don't know. Like usually, I could feel if there's a difference in heat. <laughs> like I mean, in the window. summer, I just like leave my windows open constantly. Yeah, anyone could burglar your house. Yeah. I live on the second floor, but like that doesn't really. That wouldn't stop someone. Yeah. What was that one killer who would like go into people's houses if it just wasn't locked? Someone in the eighties. Um, Night Stalker. Night Stalker. Um, yeah. That's uh, I, oh, I was gonna say. I mean, whenever I was in Salt Lake City, there was a guy who climbed into a third story window to saying that he lived in that apartment. Yeah, it's totally not unheard of, and like I probably no. should be way safer, but. <laughs> <You'll> be- <laughs> No, but like yeah. the Night Stalker, his whole thing was like, if your door was locked, I he know. would take it as like, oh, they don't want me here. But if it was not locked, he'd like, oh, it's an invitation. They want me to come in another and thing, murder them while they sleep. Yeah, another thing he would do, he would just go in and like hide for hours until yeah. they're asleep. So I fucking just check everything before I go to bed, just in case. <laughs> I mean, paranoia is paranoia. I mean, he's dead yeah. now, I think. Yeah, he's dead. Probably. Oh, yeah, he's super um, dead now. But yeah. Also, the way he got caught was fucking hilarious, and that's just a whole another story. Wasn't it like literally like, hey, are you the killer? If you are, you have to tell us. We won't arrest you. No. That was Um, someone else. He lived in L.A., and like they just put up posters and stuff everywhere. Um, And basically, um, there was a mob that was after him. Oh yeah, there's like footage of it and everything. It's re- what? It's really crazy. What? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> because people. I guess he went out of town for something, probably some murder shit. But when he came back, you know, he was a wanted man, and that's awesome. <laughs> everybody recognized him, and they a fucking mob in this neighborhood because like, like the fucking PTA. Fucking, people are fucking. So scared the at that point. Parent and Teachers Association. <laughs> yeah, PTA. You mean the HOA? 
I actually meant neither of those. Maybe I mean, like I meant Neighborhood Watch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it sounds more like a lynch mob to me, but... Yeah. But yeah, that's how he got caught. Mm. That's crazy. He just came back into town just like, hey, Jim, nice pitchfork. <laughs> well, why are you pointing that at me? Why does everyone have torches? <laughs> Basically, there's like posters up everywhere, and it's just the whole thing. But yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. S- speaking of illegal activities, uh, breaking into the house. Yeah. And just yeah. sitting in kids' closets for hours. Yeah. Uh, he like figures out that Calvin had a huge crush on Carolyn mm-hmm. the whole mm-hmm. time like by snooping and stealing his candy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he earlier in the montage, he's like, you would be surprised how often you actually end up doing that thing to where you have to hide in the closet, and then you're there, and you always think they're going to open the closet, and then they don't, and then you make a noise, and then they open and catch you in there. Happens more times than you would think. <laughs> and it just does that in the movie? Yeah, but... When he's a kid, it's adorable and yes. hilarious. But well, as a 31 year old man <laughs> in a nine year old girl's room. Yeah. <laughs> yes. It's such a good shot because, like, everything's going fine. She's about to go to bed and he sneezes and then it just cuts. Cuts to yeah. like, a pl- shot of a police officer head on. And then it cuts over to him sitting at the table in, like, a room. You're like, mm-hmm. oh my fucking God, he got caught and arrested. This is so good. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew that was really, like, you can't set up something like yeah. that. Yeah. And that's not the I'm going to be honest, honestly. I don't even remember the sneeze. I just remember him, like, waiting for her to fall asleep and then just seeing him in the police department after the words. Oh, that was yeah, a quiet sneezed. sneeze. Like, he, yeah. he's like. Before yeah. that, she was like, Mom, I'm scared. I think I heard something <laughs> in my closet. And she was like, shut the fuck up. Well, she didn't say that. You're too old to be scared of things. Yeah. Go to sleep. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> worst mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I still thought it was kind of funny that, um, which I know we're trying not to like talk about all the jokes, but like both the kids are super obsessed with Pong. Yeah, they're fucking <laughs> playing Pong in this universe where like Detective Kid is fucking using an Xbox One. That's why it's so funny. <laughs> it is. <laughs> because it's literally just like, how do you get kids to hang out in a room for a while? Like, I don't fucking know, dude. Play Pong. Like, like yeah. it was just writers in a room. Like, I have fucking no clue. Just make what them play Pong. What do kids play? Video games? For three okay. Hours. <laughs> What's the video game we all know? Pong? Cool. Yeah, it's just so, like... I, I like... It's, uh, it being both of them, had, you're probably right. It had to be a joke yeah. at that yeah. point. 100%. Yeah. Like, like, when it was the first kid, I was like, what are you fucking playing Pong? So good. <laughs> well, at first, he was just sitting there and listening to, like... Really, An entire album. Yeah, yeah, just staring at the screen. Bobbing his head, yeah. Bobbing his head. <laughs> like... It's like Kroger brand fucking <laughs> grunge music. Like yeah. Kroger store brand of Puddle of Mud. Like yeah. That's what he was listening to. Yeah. <laughs> he was really into it, though. Um, I, you know, whenever you're that age, butt rock is really deep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> I still love butt rock, just for different reasons. <laughs> Only the very gay kind. Yes. <laughs> Only if the butts are being penetrated. Oh, wow. <laughs> Okay, I mean that's fine. No. <laughs> People, are gonna, <laughs> People are gonna be very confused listening, but uh, oh, that's fine. Yeah, if uh, they've been listening long enough, they'll know. <laughs> they haven't been. I forgive to you. Um. So yeah, <laughs> just like they're just playing pong, like just pong as pong. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's, just, it's great. It's fucking amazing. It's incredible. Movie. It's so funny. Uh, anyway, he ends up getting caught. Cops like tell him, "You've got to fucking stop doing this. You're not a kid anymore. It's not cute anymore. You have to stop. You're not going to solve this murder." Yeah, yeah. And so, he's like trying to get information from him. He's like, "This is an open case. We can't tell you about it." It's like, "What about when you used to trust me?" 
When you were 12? Yeah. <laughs> you know how embarrassing it would have been if we trusted a 12-year-old with a murder case back then? And what if you found anything? How would that have looked on us? So good. So good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it leads like, him into yeah. like going into a huge depression. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the thing is, is apparently the cop talked to the parents out of not pressing charges for being in their nine-year-olds. Yeah. Yeah. Which but, is um, it. But that the didn't paper st- did say yeah, that. Yeah, that didn't stop the newspaper. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's like a pedophile. It, yeah, the, it was saying that he was masturbating in the... In the <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I also want to say, it really fucking is nailing how the printed press changed over the years, though. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. like when I was younger, it was like uplifting stories about him solving all those cases. Mm-hmm. And that was basically just tabloid garbage. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. It's <laughs> actually very accurate. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, Leads him into a huge depression, doing a bunch of drugs. He ends up opening up all of those pills and just snorting all of them. Yeah. yeah. Which leads him into going into a haze and waking up naked in a garbage can somewhere. Some sort of dumpster. <laughs> Some sort of, yeah, huge dumpster with his like clothes in a bag, right? I don't no, know. No, I think he just grabbed it with his clothes way. around him. Oh, yeah. okay, yeah, yeah, great. Like it, I don't even know if it, they were his clothes. He was just grabbing clothes out of the dumpster to like put on so he wasn't butt-ass naked. Yeah. I want to say they were his just from how close they were to him. <laughs> but yeah, so he ends yeah. up getting the the girl, what's her name again? Carolyn. Carolyn uh, calls and picks him up and they have a heart-to-heart conversation about things. Yeah. Um. Uh, right before this, uh, we forgot to mention, like, while he was just avoiding everything and being a drunkard, he did tell Carolyn, like, oh, those, uh, those flowers, those flowers that... The origami flowers you thought were from your boyfriend probably weren't. They right. were <laughs> probably from Calvin because he's obsessed with you. And <laughs> another great joke where she's like, oh, fuck, I'm racist. Because, <laughs> like, she assumed they were from the boyfriend because he's Asian. Yeah. He's the only Asian. Because what was it? She's like, he was Chinese. Origami's actually Japanese. So. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. There's another one of those great moments to where E said the exact thing that the movie said. I know, said. sometimes. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so, yeah, it's like him coming down, I guess. Yeah, kind of his realization of, like, because he, he still has all the paper clippings from when he was a kid of all the dumb little mysteries he solved and yeah. stuff like that, and he was praised for. And he, like, kind of holds that as, like, his self-esteem. Like, he puts that on everybody's head. Like, he's always like, I solved 200 mysteries. Yeah. <laughs> And everyone's like, everyone throughout the whole movie keeps asking, like, how many of those were a murder? And he usually changes the subject except for one time <laughs> when he lies and says three. Yeah. What if he wasn't lying, though? What if he, I think he solved at least one I murder. I think he probably yeah. has solved one. a murder yeah. I mean, before the, this. Why is there blood on my dad's car? He yeah. may have solved the murder right there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, it's just him kind of coming to grips. Because it's one thing he says, like, it's weird when one day you just wake up and you everyone already passed you. Yeah, he was like, yeah. I was at the top of the food chain. I was the cream of the crop. Then I woke up one day and I was so far behind. Yeah, mm-hmm. again, like, I know it's, like, about the murder, but it really is kind of a psychoanalysis on, like, the gift to get burnout, honestly. It's, like, such a perfect yeah. metaphor for it. Like, Yeah, it is actually really good. Like, yeah. a lot of times for gifted kids, the mo- that moment of realization is going to college. Because yeah. you know when you're in high school, if you're like getting A's and stuff, you're you are at the top. Because like there's a lot of people who don't try in high school. Yeah. When you get to college, that was everyone was yeah. doing that. Yeah, everybody at, who gets into college is like the person who was really good in high school. Yeah, they all got Generally? honor rolls. Not, yeah. always. Not, Not always. Not always. <laughs> but also like, the sense of like, oh, we're actually paying for the school now. We should probably pay attention and try. 
Yeah. Yeah. So like, yeah, it's just kind of interesting, kind of dive dive in that and like how like I know we say like no one was expecting him to solve the murder, but like people were putting him on the pedestal. Absolutely. Like, yeah. That's how he. That's why it hurts him so much. Yeah. Like he was treated so big like he was the biggest shit yeah in that town basically yeah and like he he was just like riding that wave into adulthood and never like grew from that or like tried to pursue something bigger <laughs> yeah um and i think that's what kind of his coming to terms with reality moment yeah <laughs> which leads him into looking at the origami flower that he uh that Caroline had and he took and yeah. he like unfolds it and he something clicks in his head so he starts going through all of the old things from Gracie mm-hmm. and finds origami that was exactly the same and that mm-hmm. le- he's like hey I think I know who did this blah 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 I'll get a don't go to soon. school tomorrow yeah, don't go to school tomorrow I think I know who did this shows him literally just breaking a window and breaking into a house <laughs> yeah um and going through this drawer yeah, it had the old funding box, I think. Yeah, it was the old funding box. Mm-hmm. And he breaks into it, and it has the photo of the naked girl in the tiger mask. Yeah, yeah. which the we didn't that bring touched. that up earlier. Yeah. Like we the brought girl- it up in passing. Kind of, but whenever we were talking about Calvin and like how he was into Grace, or how he didn't want to like say anything. Uh, but yeah, that girl that he or he was with, he said that there's a picture of her wearing nothing but a tiger mask, and he finds that picture in there. Yeah. Yeah. Along with, doesn't he find some more origami in there too? I think um, I think it's just like a bunch of pictures stuff. and stuff. Origami too, I think. Like maybe. a bunch of stuff. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. The important thing's the picture, because mm-hmm. how else would he, the person in who owns the house, have that picture? Yeah. Other than if he got to the locker first. Exactly. Yeah. And then uh, Abe ends up hearing a bunch of noises. He's about to hide in the closet, and he's like, "Wait, no!" And he hides under the bed. Uh, but he leaves his little paper clip out, which he yeah. always uses to pick locks. <laughs> He's not fucking going to grab a lock picking set <laughs> in his entire 31 year life. He never thought to get something better than a paper clip. Not even <laughs> once. Didn't even, didn't even come to his mind. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, uh, the, the person who was there found the paper clip on the floor and you hear the voice and he's like, come on, Ave. I know you're in the closet. Like uh, under the bed, actually. and then it cuts to the school principal and Abe sitting at the table having a conversation and this is when the movie takes like an extremely extremely dark turn oh yeah Yeah. (laughs) and it starts going into how the principal like always loved Abe and he always thought like Abe was just like this really great kid and he was always fighting for him and that the first thing that he gave Abe to find the what happened to the school funding wasn't a real case. He just wanted to figure out how Abe thought. Yeah. yeah. So he like he literally gave him like a case, a fake case of like, hey, find who stole the school funding because you figure out earlier in the movie that the person that he thought did it and like pinned it on, yeah, did not do it at all, and that's why he hates him so much. Um, the person who was accused of it hated Abe yeah. so much, and so he was like you didn't actually care about who stole any of that or if it was even stolen. You just wanted to know how my brain worked. He's like, so what does it even matter? It's so long ago. Well, a week later, Gracie went missing. Like, oh, shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, were you just testing me to see how good I was? 
and the principal just starts admitting everything. Yeah. And it's so good. I can't, I yeah. can't even do it justice, it's honestly. It's awful in all the ways yeah. it needs to be. Yeah. yeah. like It is very much like an oh shit moment in a movie that's kind of, like, it's very funny and very kind of, a lot of the situations they get into are lighthearted. Even the dangerous quote unquote situations are lighthearted yeah. up until this point where you realize like you're actually staring at a dangerous man. Yeah. Cause like uh, I, without like evil man. <laughs> yeah. Well, like, cause it's one of those things that like I kind of had an oh shit moment uh, without spoiling too much about the scene because the scene itself is very, very well done. Mm-hmm. Is he says, or he has that moment where he says, like, the thing about people like me and you is that they're always underestimating what we're capable of. And then pulls out the knife and like that's very much an oh shit moment yeah yeah and he's like what did he say he's like i never suspected you of any of this he's like nobody does yeah right yeah. <laughs> um, it's so cold it's and accurate. like chilling actually yeah. because it's so true yeah it is it's very it's very reminiscent almost of like those uh serial killer interviews wherever they tell yeah. about like whenever they talk about a situation of like, oh yeah, I did murder him kind of thing. And they just say with such a cold calculating manner that yeah. it's just like, how can you just like have this much disregard for another person? Yeah. And like the yeah. question I never always comes like, why did you do it? And it's never like a great reason. It's like, stole my soda. Yeah. yeah. Like you can watch so many interrogation videos with people that have done horrible things and they're just so cold about it. Yeah. Like, insane yeah. i mean the most recent one that i d- saw recently was uh i can't remember her name but this uh, female murderer and uh i think she worked for a, mo- a mob or something because like she killed a guy because he had snitched mm-hmm. and um whenever they asked her about it, it's like because he was a snitch he, like he ratted us out mm-hmm. kind of thing and i wasn't gonna let him do that anymore so i killed him like um... it's like well how do you know he was a snitch it's like because i know what kind of person he was if he wasn't oops but he are uh, but he was a snitch <laughs> yeah. yeah it's like it's so normalized to them in their brain or like I guess a lot of serial killers can't really feel empathy or no. anything like that anyway. Just there's a lot more going on there, but <laughs> yeah. 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 Um so yeah, the big takeaways here are that uh the principal had stolen kidnapped Gracie mm-hmm. a week after the school funding and been <laughs> he's a pedophile. Yeah. yeah, yeah, he yeah. had justified in his own head that like, oh, she's into me, and he's like, she was fourteen. He's like, yeah, yeah like but age is just a number. She always showed up, showing me off, showing off her outfits to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is just such a gross pedophile thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. oh, they're they're they were asking for asking it. for it, or definitely like they wanted this for sure. Yeah, no, right. no, and like, and even if they did. It doesn't make it right. You're still because they're a pedophile, kids. yeah. They're like, kids. They don't know what they want. And, <laughs> yeah. I think early and on in the conversation. Al- also the- just the adult taking advantage, and that's also an awful thing. Because <laughs> um, yeah. that's like, I don't know. It's a weird, shitty thing. But Yeah, I-, I think it's actually, I don't know if it was before the podcast or like early on in the podcast, but I remember we had a similar conversation of just like, you know how younger or how younger people tend to go for older people, and I said, like, "Yeah, but that doesn't make it right, though, because it's still yeah. the adult's responsibility to say no, even if a child is hitting on you. It doesn't yes. matter if they wanted it, quote unquote. You are the adult in the situation. Yeah, even if they quote unquote consent, they can't really consent because they're a child, not of age to consent. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. But um, 
I, again, it's like the shitty thing he said. He's like, oh, I would have thought anyone of anyone you would understand the fact that age doesn't matter the relativity of age yeah, yeah. And it's like oh yeah fucking being an intelligent kid is the same as being a fucking pedophile yeah it's yeah like, the way that he like justified it to to abe mm-hmm. yeah it's just the rottenness of it but um and you learn that he says like oh gracie didn't want to give up that kid but i couldn't have a random mm-hmm. newborn running around people know me they would question it like, you don't know how much it hurt me to leave that baby on those church steps. Mm-hmm. And you start putting it together that Carolyn was Gracie's daughter. Yeah. yeah. And and he saw that that Asian boy was into her. And so he killed him because he didn't want him hurting his granddaughter, basically. No, well, he oh. saw the, he knew about the picture. Yeah. yeah. And he thought that was Carolyn. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And he saw her as a sweet, innocent girl, and he didn't want her getting mixed up with the wrong crowd or anything yeah. like that. Yeah, so, so he, so uh, he first, killed him. Yeah, first he thought that the kid, you know, was a good kid and wasn't going to hurt. Yes, yeah, sexless. Sexless. Sexless, co- sexless yeah, yeah. Sexless, whatever. Um, like a little nerd or whatever. <laughs> wow, okay. <laughs> I mean, they do say that a lot in the movie, though, too. It's just like the nerds, like they're spineless little cowards. Like they never, they would never do anything. Yeah. yeah, but like turns out he was sort of into like not great things. Mm-hmm. And he was like cheating on her or whatever. Um, yeah. So he saw that and he was like, oh, yeah, no longer pure or whatever. Or like, I guess the picture too also ties into that because mm-hmm. he thought it was Carolyn or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So he wanted purity and whatever. He's disgusting. But. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he. So he was the one who murdered the boyfriend. Yes. All, all along. And he pulls out the knife to Abe, which was the scene Robbie was describing earlier. Like no one would suspect him. And he takes the knife and he stabs himself in the heart twice. twice. <laughs> And Abe just understandably freaks out, goes to the fridge to get something to drink, chugs an entire beer. I think it was root beer, actually. It might have been root beer, yeah. Maybe. Uh, and then notices that there's a lot of grape sodas in the fridge. Which the same I... grape sodas that he used to pay Gracie in when she was his receptionist as a kid. Yeah. Uh, which is also another reason why Abe was so hurt by the entire case was because his receptionist gone missing and he felt very uh, due towards her. Yeah. Like, it was... It was his job to take care of his people, kind of yeah. a thing. And so he starts looking around and finds that Gracie has been in the shed for 20 years. Yeah, mm-hmm. And he calls his mother. His mother was originally just talking to him about a cat. Mm-hmm. Not and, his mother, her. Or, yeah, her mother. Like, her mother, her mother yeah. yeah, sorry. Um, Saying, like, I found her. And she's like, my cat was a guy. And he's like, I found her. Yeah. And you it's like hear police sirens and everything. Everything changes yeah. very quickly. Um, mm-hmm. Oh man, there's also a heartbreaking scene in here because it's the joke thing at the beginning of it. It's like, hey, find my cat, and it's this woman, and there's there's no connection to this. You think it's a woman, mm-hmm. like find yeah. my cat, and then lit, she comes around later once more. Is like, did you find my cat? Yeah, he's like, oh right, uh, no, still looking for it. Pretty sure it's dead though. Like, just find my cat. Like, okay, <laughs> then goes to her house later, and you realize it's Gracie's mom. Yeah, and he's like yeah. looking through Gracie's room. He's like, what are you looking for? He's like. Nothing. She's like, well, if you could find my cat, that would be great. I'm pretty lonely. And it's like a heartbreaking scene because you realize, like, oh, my God. 
also it, it it cuts it with a joke of like yeah i'm pretty sure cat's dead though yeah <laughs> um but yeah that it's heartbreaking just realizing like this woman lost everything even yeah. her husband her kid her cat like ugh. Mm-hmm. um but yeah it does a montage showing the aftermath the, yeah basically abe starting to get worshipped for everything of like oh man the kid detective was right all along the kid detective that never gave up Mm-hmm. like suddenly his life is all together and like everybody respects him again he's like it's Can like the town a nice house yeah it's like the town uh gained its color back overnight and like everybody's smiling at him again uh he has tons of business uh, ends up having a talk with carolyn about like what it, any of this even was and, like why her grandparents lied about her <laughs> parents well, dying in well her gra- <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say her grandparents didn't know yeah, well, they, yeah. They, they, I mean, they lied. About they the made parents. up. The, they made up a story. Yeah, they made up yeah. her being her grandparents thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and she's like, "So did has Gracie reached out to you?" She's like, "No, not yet." I mean, she's a child. Yeah, yeah. And she's like, "Fuck, man!" Like, it's, yeah. this whole thing is has so much weight on it. Actually, mm-hmm. once you like, yeah. all the pieces are there. Yeah, and it's even it's even sadder to know that there's like been so many cases actually like this yeah yeah so it's realistic too yeah uh, which actually sorry you know we talked about true crime a lot go for it Um, but this wasn't very long ago you can find videos of it online and stuff but basically it's like a body cam footage of you know police going up to this guy's house whatever and just talking to him um and eventually they Notice like a uh, a shipping container in the his backyard or whatever. That's not usual. And they open it, and there's a girl in there. Jesus. Yeah, yeah. He's just been keeping that girl in there for I don't know how long, but um, which is probably not, which is definitely not the longest case of somebody keeping mm-hmm. somebody like that. No, it's not. Um, it happens extremely often, actually. Yeah, there's cases, you know, where. Where you know girls are kidnapped at such a young age, and um, they're like manipulated and like put fear into them and stuff, and they even birth the fucking abuser's child or children, and they just live there for so long until they like get the courage to do something like escape. And there's like a movie actually called Room, um, with what's her name, Brie Larson. Yeah, Brie Larson. Yeah. Which is based on a true story as well, mm-hmm. um, which is really sad. Which is very similar to this movie, actually. Yeah. She eventually, she has a child, and she eventually, um, you know, I don't know, it's a whole thing, but. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, they escape. Well, the kid escapes. <laughs> the kid escapes and then, like, brings, you know, law enforcement, whatever. Yeah. And, yeah, it's a whole sad thing it's extremely sad yes yeah. <laughs> um yeah so like it's one of those things it looks like abe has everything he wanted in life mm-hmm. and his parents go to visit him and like it's like another like awkward conversation between them because none neither really know what to do at this point yeah like they're just like oh how's everything going like Oh, what's it like living alone now and like all that stuff? Like yeah. your house is so nice. Oh, you're getting money from all the magazines and realistically, Abe's like, no. Yeah. Publicity. Like, no, but it's doing great for the business now. Um, they yeah, ask but... how he's like doing and he starts to cry. Yeah, it's like 
I I love this part because it's such a really raw. It's just a raw emotion. Like yeah, mm-hmm. he it, they talked about it a lot with Carolyn, where like they were like, I don't think she's really had the time to process what happened to her boyfriend. Yeah, and like here is Abe finally being able to process what he just witnessed. Yeah, he watched a man kill himself in front of him. Mm-hmm. And all and of then, the pressure of this missing woman through all these years. And then finding the woman, and it's just like, uh, yeah. Yeah. And then kind of almost that sense of, like, I found her, but it seems like it's almost too late now. And also, I think a, a part of that is, you know, finding that woman is great. But also, she's extremely traumatized. Yeah. <laughs> and it's going to be, you know, she's never going to be, you know, the same. And she's. At, at that point, how do you even integrate back into society? Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's uh, the toughest part, I think. Another dark movie that it kind of uh, is similar to that too is like the Poughkeepsie tapes. Yes. Yeah. That's. I'm gonna bring that on eventually. Yeah. Okay. So don't say much about it. Yeah, I won't say much. <laughs> but I'll just say that like that one is the Poughkeepsie tapes is almost this, except it's following the killer and it has no sense of humor. No, but it's laughable at some points. Yeah, for different <laughs> reasons. Yeah, for different reasons. But yeah. But I think um, the point of that is, like, even if he does, like, solve this thing, it's not really a, you know, perfect, happy ending. Because no. it never is no. in real life it's, either. Like, <laughs> it's almost a pariah victory at this point. Yeah, like, mm-hmm. where do you go from here? Like, his, like, his life is better, but he still isn't, like, the person he was. Like, yeah. he's still such a, he still, like, has to grip with the forces of reality because it's like the difference between this and mystery team is honestly the ending yeah mm-hmm. like mystery team does have the like more typical very like happy-go-lucky and like mm-hmm. uh, and uh spoilers for mystery team real quick <laughs> um go watch that if you haven't that one's also really good fucking hilarious oh yeah um in mystery team like everyone's doing great they're all getting ready to go to college and like uh Childish Gambino. I know he's has a name <laughs> Donald as, Glover. Yeah. Donald Glover has got the girl, and like they're all together, and they're all friends, and like they're all like ready to go on with life. Mm-hmm. And then here it's like this now is what? a broken man who has been broken for so long mm-hmm. that even if he can get what he needs, he's so far gone. Yeah, yeah. Like what is what is he gonna do at this point? Yeah, like, what does he go back to doing? Finding lost cats and stuff now? Like, how do you go back to that for everything he just witnessed? Yeah. It's... The, by the way, him crying, that's how the movie ends. Yeah. yeah. It, just him crying. it fades off into happy music. It says it's the one kid final, detective. Yeah, one final dark joke yeah. to end it off, where it's just the 80s movie ending yeah. with the man sobbing. Mm-hmm. And that's that's how it ends, him sobbing, unable to explain what he's even like going through in front of his parents, and credits. It's disturbing and one last awful dark joke that's hilarious at the same time. Mm-hmm. Hilarious and fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and that's the movie. Yeah. So, yeah, I think we should go into people's score on it. Uh, we'll go opposite of what I did before. We'll start with you, E. Okay. I, yeah, I quite enjoy this movie a lot. It has, it is kind of a, it's like the Yang to Mystery Team's Ying. In a, mm. in a way, honestly, like equal yet opposite in all the ways, because yeah. it takes the similar dynamic of what of the bastardization of the old eighties like lit, fun kid trope movies, yeah, mm-hmm. into the dark reality of life, 
and it executes it in a really great way. Um, I definitely think if you have the stomach for this kind of movie, you should definitely watch it. And honestly, like, I don't think it's a hard watch, ultimately. Like, no. the hardest part is the pedophilia stuff we discussed. It's a uh, gut punch of an ending. Yeah. But, like, mm-hmm. I think you're, like, ready for something. Like, you have the entire movie building up to this, and you kind of know what's going on. Yeah. So, I, it does that really well. Um, All the actors work their roles really well. Um, I I don't know... Abe, Abe, I think, is easily a standout, but like so the, good. the rest, like, do their are their characters yeah. in work. Yeah. Um. I just like it does everything how I would want something like this to go. Um, I think ultimately I would I'm gonna go with an eight personally for this. Uh, very right. very well executed. All right, Robbie. Uh, I agree. It's. Very well executed, like he said. A uh, lot of dark humor, and it starts off kind of mild with dark humor, and it just gets darker and darker as it goes along, mm-hmm. and then ends on like probably the darkest note, which yeah. I wasn't expecting. Like I said, like Dry said, the ending is very much a gut punch, and like there was a lot of like both jokes and like just like stuff in this movie that we didn't talk about because you just kind of have to experience it for yourself. Like it's hard to do justice just talking about it on an audio only podcast. Yeah. Um. But yeah, the acting was great. The the music didn't fit, but in a way that was super fitting. Yes. Which, purposely so. Yeah, very purposely so, and in a way that I rather enjoyed because of that. Um, God, the storyline is, like I said, crazy. Like, it just took a crazy left turn after left turn. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, like, I think if there's anything that I would have to say about it, to even nitpick about it, I'd say it's kind of a slow burn at times, and like, the humor is like very dry, so if you don't like dry dark humor, then it, it may not be a movie for you. But other than that, if you can handle like the dark subject matter of this movie, I would recommend watching it too. I agree with E; it's an eight out of ten. All right, Sam. Yeah, um, I think it does the dark humor thing perfectly because even like during the darkest moment of this movie, it somehow cuts the tension like a knife with a dumb joke yeah um and (laughs) i don't know how to really explain like that sort of feeling where it's like really depressing and sad and also the pedophile guy really makes you angry you want you want him to die um but then there's a really dumb joke there and you're like oh okay yeah Um, (laughs) cuts the tension with a knife yeah but (laughs) it's But there's some really, really great jokes in here. Um, and I don't know how this went under the radar. Right? I, I mean, it's almost like the world was en- Yeah, It's almost like the world <laughs> I mean, was ending when it came out in theaters. Yeah, 2020. It's a shitty year. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, was it like a good a- movie that went under the radar because the world was dying at the time. Did it come out after Sonic? After Sonic? Yeah. Yeah, it came out October of 2020. Yeah, so like... Most people, like, I talked to was like, yeah, Sonic was the last movie I saw before. Before Tenet. Everything, yeah. Like, even most people Tenet didn't. Flopped, yeah, yeah, most people didn't watch Tenet. So, like, yeah. it kind of makes sense that no one saw this because there wasn't people going to movies. Yeah. People yeah. just weren't wanting to do that. Yeah. Yeah, 2020 was such a fucking weird blur. <laughs> yeah. Um, but this one, like, it was available on streaming stuff immediately. Um, 
So that's another thing. Like, I just think it's one of those movies that just didn't have enough eyes on it. Like, there was just wasn't a big star or like a director involved, so like nobody mm-hmm. even noticed it happened. I, I'd like to hope that somewhere down the line, this movie will get recognized more. Maybe will people will find this podcast. <laughs> Maybe <laughs> people will the red letter see, media. Yeah, see video by popular YouTuber red letter media. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I will say, like, whenever I was looking up the casting for this, too, it did say how much this movie made in the box office, and it flopped pretty hard. Flopped real hard, yeah. It made $10. May as awesome. well have. <laughs> um, but uh, you can even tell with, like, the DVD, because, like Dry said, there's no, like, special features for this. And, like, the actual, like, splash screen at the front, usually, like, there's, like, a clip for the movie or something with some music playing. This one, it's just a blank still from the movie. Yeah, I'm not sure I believe Dryad didn't just rip this movie and put it on a DVD. <laughs> I mean, yeah, like if Dryad said that he had this on a CDR and put it on for us, like I almost would have believed that. Honestly, yeah. But the movie does look good on a Blu-ray. It's it does. a very nice, crisp yeah, it, 1080p. It was shot very well, too. We mm-hmm. should say like uh, the yeah. color palette was very, very like what it should be for this movie. Because like during the, you know, the flashback whenever or during the montage, it's very bright and colorful. Mm-hmm. It was like Leave it to Beaver 60s. And then it goes to like kind of dark and gloomy throughout most of the movie. And then towards the end, whenever things start, you know, changing for the better, it starts to get not as bright and gloomy as it was at the, during the montage, but more so like better. Yeah. yeah. And mm-hmm. so like things like that, uh, just the way that it's shot a lot of it, like a lot of the back and forth during conversations, uh, just the way that they have like some tension shots in there and it, it, it's shot very well too. We didn't talk a lot about the cinematography, but it's shot very well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. It's really actually impressive and just sad that I've never not really heard about this. At yeah, all. I'm saying, man. Um yeah. Um I hope it gains some sort of traction at some point. Uh, definitely go watch it. So um, we should hope that this becomes a cult classic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It does everything really well. Um so for my rating, I guess I'd give it like an 8.5. Wow, I see how it is, Sam. You have to one up me and yeah. Robbie. Oh. Actually, yeah. she has to point five you. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, she has to quarter us because it's you know half a point between yeah. the two of us. No, you're right. You're right. Uh, as for me, I honestly really love this movie. Uh, like I said, I'm just thrilled that I got to make three other people watch it because <laughs> nobody fucking talks about this thing. And it felt like even at the time, it, like I came on here and I was like gushing about it, and nothing like. Nobody nobody talked about this. Nobody's still talking about this. I agree with Sam. I hope at one one day it can become a cult classic because it's good. Like it's really, really good and it's a standout performance. Okay. What yeah. what you need in five years, you need to find one of those video essay YouTubers. Yeah. And it'll be like a video <laughs> called The Funniest uh dark comedy murder you've never mystery seen that you no never saw. Ever. Yeah. And no one watched. Yeah. <laughs> and like it's like a normal review after that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Or you could just make your own video essay. Dryan would like get so many people mad if he made video essays. Because yeah, they no. would just not enjoy his opinions. My takes are a little too spicy. <laughs> <laughs> Dry- I mean, to be fair, there yeah. was a video essay that I saw and it was titled like the best movie on Netflix that no one has ever se- that you or yeah, no one has ever seen. Yeah. On there. And you'd probably get pissed off if you found out what movie it was. Uh, was it Klaus? This is where I leave you? No. No, what's that one? It was a platform. The movie's uh, garbage. <laughs> I don't know if 
to call it garbage. It was okay, but it didn't really do. It's any- better as a cooking reality show. Listen, thematically, the- <laughs> it wasn't anything new. <laughs> you just have to realize when you see a title like that. It's just clickbait. <laughs> like it's, yeah, well, it's clickbait. The, but like, I actually did watch that video, and like, the guy gushed about like how like all the uh, subtlety that they had for you know uh, society really and all that. No, it wasn't. <laughs> that movie has the subtlety of a lobotomy at the kitchen table. Listen, it's it's Parasite subtle if better. you got a pea brain. Yeah, <laughs> it's subtle how fucking Squid Games is subtle. Yeah, yeah, I'm exactly. Say. Like, exactly. I like you cannot tell me. Squid Games is subtle. If you're missing the point of Squid Games, you need to open your fucking eyes. <laughs> yeah. I, I like Squid Games. I should put, put that out. Like, I do think Squid Games is very well done in a very good uh, Netflix show. Yeah. Um, but, like, it is not subtle. And I'm yeah. still baffled by how many people can miss the point. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. insane. But, yeah, I love yeah. this movie. Incredible acting. Incredible almost all of it, actually. I think it's incredibly hilarious and sad exactly when it needs yeah. to be and it leaves you with a memorable punch to the gut that I think is kind of hard to shake for a little while because it just kind of hits you and it's memorable. Uh, I loved it. It's amazing. I give it a nine. Okay. Very good. Okay. Very good. Um, Cool. That was fun. Yep. Yeah. That was yeah. that was the kid detective. El and I, yeah, I was going to say I think everybody Nino. El detective de, de Nino. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it would be probably, just... probably something like that. <laughs> we need to learn Spanish. Yeah, I'm working on it. <laughs> no, I, I, was gonna, I think everyone in this room can agree that people should go out and watch this movie and talk about it more. Yeah, absolutely. Like, it was done very well for a movie that no one talks mm-hmm. about and that flopped this hard. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, the hardest part is watching it. Well, yeah. It's stars. It's <laughs> like, stars. Yeah. But hey, as of right now, if you sign up to Stars, you can get six months for $20. Using discount code, the last one. No. <laughs> I wish. Why, actually, why am I telling you that? They're not paying me. <laughs> if we fucking got stars of That'd all things hilarious. to give us the fucking code. I feel like if stars fucking For how much shit we advertised talk- with us, there would have to be some petty fucking asshole on their marketing team. Like, oh yeah, you guys? Yeah, you fucking you hate fucking us hate so stars, much? Yeah. You're not going to take our money then? <laughs> yeah, I feel like uh, stars would... Sponsor us right after, you know, uh, Olive Garden would sponsor us. <laughs> I think Stars Listen, would sponsor talk, us before that. We talk about Olive Garden having good breadsticks. That's right. And that's about it. <laughs> if Stars sponsored us, you'd probably have to, like, fucking download and get a new subscription to use the code. I yeah. know. You have to set up a new email every time you use it. Yeah. It scans your retina. <laughs> you, only get, you only get one login per retina. <laughs> You can only listen to that part of the podcast if you have a star subscription. <laughs> Available on everything if you have stars. If you get the star subscription, it was just us shitting on stars. <laughs> oh, man. I mean, like, obviously, if we had sponsors, the uh, fucking subscription service would make sense. Yeah. It, Hell, Verve in its heyday would have been great, though. Mm. Verve's, Verve's getting conglomerated, finally. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Crunchyroll, right? Yep. yep. Well, All... Crunchyroll's always owned them. Yeah, but, like, they're being... They're Crunchyroll oh, now. Like yeah. it's not even like, oh, you can have Verve. It's you can have Crunchyroll now. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Anyway, that's a. But yeah, that's another thing. Crunchyroll. If you're listening, I fucking love anime movies. Sponsor us. Uh, Same. <laughs> <laughs> Me and E absolutely love anime for how much Dry hates on it. It's a thing. <laughs> uh, it's but if garbage. you if you guys want to get a hold of us or listen to us or follow us, uh, you can check out our link tree l i n k t r dot e e slash l o i p. 
And that's a link to all our social medias, listed medias, and there's a brand new link to our Twitch. What? <laughs> wow. Yeah. You can watch directly on Linktree if you want. If that's what you're into. <laughs> um, yeah, you could go ahead and give us a follow on Twitch. Uh, we are moving our uh, live shows to Twitch formally. As of tonight. As of right now. We're going to be trying. Check check right now on Twitch if we're live. <laughs> so I kind of feel bad for the people who don't want to watch Twitch, but also want to hear our thoughts on the night of. Too bad. Go to Twitch. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, new, new, we're trying new things. Uh, and yeah, uh, like I said, social medias, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, not Tumblr. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, MySpace. Uh, I don't friends, think sir. Any of us are young uh, enough for Tumblr. I have a Tumblr. The fuck? I've had a Tumblr for like eight years. Yeah, see, that's the thing. He got in on the ground floor. Oh yeah, okay. <laughs> Tumblr. Okay, fucking. I I know it's fun as shit on Tumblr. Tumblr's a fucking great website for art. Yeah, it's yeah, like probably. yeah, perfectly yeah. made for art. Hmm. Yeah. Okay. And quite frankly. User interface wise, I think Tumblr blows literally every other fucking website in the water. Yeah, probably. I've never been on it. <laughs> it just works. It you see what you need to see. <laughs> it doesn't fucking try to tell you what to. If you fucking follow people, you see their goddamn posts. But what if I want every third post to be an advertisement? <laughs> you could turn that on if you want it. I. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway. But yeah, uh, and of course, where you can listen to us, Podbean, iTunes, Google Tunes. Wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Tooth Tunes, the toothbrush that plays. We got sponsored by them recently. Uh, Trojan, uh, the vibrator that plays. Um, <laughs> it'd be impossible <laughs> to hear it. <laughs> okay, anyway. <laughs> I almost made a really dumb joke. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Hey, Ravi. Yo. Let's go out of here. Okay. <laughs> Please. <laughs> so, if you're out and about, make sure to be kind to one another. Make sure to be safe. Uh, <laughs> With <fuck>. Trojans. <laughs> God damn it. What a, that would be an amazing sponsor. One of us is asexual. <laughs> it's like, I don't fucking use it, but sure. So, yeah, take two. <laughs> yeah, all right. So, I'm just saying, there's those toothbrushes that like play a tune when you're brushing your teeth. Yeah, tooth tunes. So what if? Yeah, I almost made a dumb joke of just like, yeah, like it's a Trojan condom that vib or that vibrates whenever you're doing it. Whenever the guy's done in thirty seconds, the song stops. <laughs> it's just it's music. <laughs> if you're a dick. Anyway, <laughs> hey, Robbie, let's actually get out of here. Okay. So if you're out and about, make sure to be kind to one another. Make sure to be safe. And whether this is the very first time you've listened to us, or whether you've been this since the very beginning. Thank you for listening. Of course. Thank you guys so much. <laughs> Thank you, E. Yeah. Thank you, Robbie. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Sam. Uh -huh. Thank you, everybody out there listening. Uh, yeah, check our Twitch out Wednesday nights and Saturday nights. We'll have official times for the Wednesday one at some point. 4 p.m. No, too early. Uh, uh, it's probably Oceanic around time. 8 o'clock Wednesdays or something. 4.30 anyway. p.m. Greenwich. That's probably a thing. Greenwich time? Greenwich really time? Up. What time is that? It's like 4.30. Okay, fine, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Anyway, check out our Twitch. Uh, yeah. We'll talk to you guys soon. Have a great one. Be safe. Bye. 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 The last ones in are on the case. <laughs>